Coming up, readings beyond the raffle and Theoryland approved conjecture. Deep dive into the spells and scrolls of nerd culture. Absorb Stormlight. Home sympathy. Arnas, Sayadar, and Sayadin. This is Phantology. You may have heard of us. What's up, Fantasy Book fans? This is Steven, your host from Phantology, along with my lifelong friends, Jake and Josh, doing our monthly top three in fantasy episode. So uh, guys, what are we doing this month? This one I'm I'm a fan of. We're doing um, top three real life people that we want to see in fantasy books or that we think would be fun to see in fantasy books. Mm-hmm. Take it however you want, um, but I'm okay. excited for it. I think it'll... I think we'll get some good submissions on this one and submissions. So this is going to go to Twitter as we usually do every month. If you're listening for the first time, uh, you can play along at home. So we will send out uh, some Twitter invites and, and post there. And then you can respond. Let us know what your top three real life people that you want to see represented in fantasy books are. And I mean, you can say why if you want, but it's really just a matter of getting your submission in. And then for the rest of the month, We'll be doing a bracket competition, voting, et cetera, et cetera. And then an ultimate winner will uh, be crowned. And we will uh, all conclude that these are the best three people to see in fantasy books. Sound good? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> are, there any, uh, are there any stipulations around entries? I don't know. I feel like this is kind of hard because you want, like you're, you want these to be real people that would be exciting in the book, but also... Mm-hmm. I'm trying to like I'm trying to find the factor like what about them like they can be exciting already in real life but what about them would make them especially exciting within the realms right right of a sci-fi or fantasy book but and I don't know if this is a rule or not but personally I didn't want to choose any actors or actresses that have been in fantasy adaptations because I feel like it's just too hard to separate like I was thinking oh Henry Cavill like he's cool he's kind of a yeah I thought you know, too. He's a big nerd. He would really like this, but he's already, you know, the Witcher. So it just, I don't, I don't like the idea of, of selecting him. I guess you could if you wanted to, but it was a little tough for me to get my head around. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of more approaching it. Like, how would I like to read about this character in a fantasy book session, like in a fantasy book? So if there is a, if he was in the hands of an author I trusted, what, like, would I enjoy reading about this character? whether that's like in a good way or a bad way or like, I, I don't know. That's kind of how I'm approaching it. So the Henry Cavill one is such a great one because he is like his interests align so well with sci-fi and fantasy that he would be great. Yeah. But he's, he's also the face of at least two fantasy franchises. <laughs> so that'd be hard. Um, I kind of approached it with uh, my top three. I'm thinking of kind of like a, a class system like who would be a good person to be like a fighter in that's a kind fantasy. of what i thought of too yeah oh okay this is not how i approached it like the okay. brains the brawn and the uh and maybe the supernatural yeah that's how i was thinking it mm, okay josh what was your approach well i just kind of picked really interesting eccentric people from real life that 
I think would be an interesting character in a fantasy movie. So okay. you'll, you'll see with my picks. Um, I think that they'll be pretty self-evident that I wasn't going for like necessarily somebody that perf- would perform well in a fantasy session, but more somebody that I think I would get a kick mm-hmm. reading about in a fantasy. Okay. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I guess I kind of went with Jake's idea of like forming a party of different classes. I also was thinking of famous people that I've recently had close encounters with because I have a lot of close encounters with famous people. But what I mean by that is like, I've recently consumed some of their media or they've been in the news or something. So they've kind of been on the mind anyway. uh, That, that was how I, I, that was my first criteria people that were, they came to mind the soonest that seemed interesting. Maybe my picks kind of stink now that I'm revealing my criteria, but uh, but, but we'll see. I'm going to be honest. When I was thinking about it, the idea had like slowly started to morph in my brain before I realized that it changed. And it was more like, who would I want to be on my team if I were in a fantasy world? And mm. I think that's why I did it in like, like this party structure to cover all the bases and I'm realizing that wasn't really the best way to formulate this, but we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. So All right. Uh, let's, we've, let's we've do it. Let's... I think we've teased enough. Yeah. yeah now, now that everyone's at, their edge of the, ed, at the edge of their seats wondering who our picks are, who will start us off? So I, I can start us off. And to clarify, because again, I, I misunderstood the assignment. Um, so these are people that we'd <laughs> want to like read as if they were a like main character in a fantasy no, it's just any a or... uh, real world person that you think would be interesting to see in a book. Oh, just see them in the book. Do you yeah. want me to go first, Jake? Are you? Yeah, go ahead. Are you... <laughs> go ahead. Right, I, I'm not going to be able to change my picks, but yeah, go ahead. Jo- Josh, Josh has supplanted you. Okay, Josh, go. <laughs> okay. So first pick, I'm going to say David Blaine. Okay. A magician from our, from our childhood, at least, I don't know. I, I watched all of David Blaine's videos on YouTube when YouTube right. was just a fledging little video platform. And I think he would be really entertaining to read about. I think that he would like uh, be somebody that, you know, would maybe taunt a King with some, some magic tricks and you're never quite sure if he's doing real magic or, mm. or you know, just trickery. I mean, are we sure to this day if he's doing real I'm magic? Not. I saw the guy sure. pull his heart out of his yep. chest and he still lives to this day. To this day. Yeah. So that's that would be a fun one to read about. <laughs> Second pick, Donald Trump. I would like to see it in a, in a fantasy <laughs> book. Okay. <laughs> and this is not like uh, really meant to be a political thing. Sure, like, sure. Uh, I don't infer anything about my political beliefs from this pick. But uh, an interesting character, certainly going to, it'll be, you know, yeah, yeah. I think he would be again like a, a ruler of a of a country who maybe um, issues proclamations that people aren't quite sure how to follow. I think would be how you would uh, characterize <laughs> this, this character, like just sends out these scrolls that are read out to the the city, and then people are like, "What does this mean? How do we follow this scroll?" And anyway, okay, this might have to get a little political from from my end. I guess <laughs> the way you describe that makes me think of the king in uh the first law trilogy <laughs> so <laughs> i could see that you see that you mean like at the be- the beginning of first law oh i guess actually probably not the king i'm thinking i mean all the nobility kind of have this air in it but in uh sure. in the the second one the the like the main lord guy who's over oh what's his name and before they're hanged yeah 
The one where they go on the quest? Yeah, but the the ones who's fighting in the north. Dang, I can't remember any of these characters' names. Jezreel's friend? Am I even saying his name? So Jezal. Jezal's friend. Jezal's friend. West. He's fighting in the north. West. He's fighting in the north. Goes up there with the goes with the prince. Yeah, the prince. prince. Yeah. Prince Ladislaw. 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 Yeah, Ladislaw. there we go. Yeah. That, yeah, those are the vibes. Okay. We, we got it. We got <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. A little political if you're going to say Donald Trump is like Ladislaw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I just think Donald, like if, if I think if I were to like write a, like a high fantasy book, I would put a character like Trump in there. Yeah. He's funny. a good character. He's a good character. I think both sides of the spectrum will agree. He's a great character. <laughs> he's a character. He, a, a character. Yes. A character. <laughs> okay. Um, final. Oh, wait. Hey, who was my final pick? I got, I got derailed on that. Was it a actor? Was it a sports figure? Was it a, another politician? Was it a business leader? Intellectual. Well, now you say business leader. Now, now I have one that, okay. that just okay. popped into my head. Sure. Again, maybe not, don't take this politically, but Elon Musk would be another. Elon funny. Musk could be a good one for sure. Was he going to be one of yours when you said? Uh, uh, I, I thought I thought someone else would choose Musk, so I didn't. Yeah, dang. But it's bugging because I, I feel like I had a third. I thought one. of Musk, but he's been. He's been in uh, a couple different sci-fi fantasy things. Maybe it's yeah. just Rick and Morty. He's there's an Iron Man, isn't he? He's an Iron Man. He's an Iron Man, yeah. There's a character in Rick and Morty called Elon Tusk, and it's just Elon Musk with tusks, and it's, <laughs> it's voiced by Elon Musk. Oh, um, really? <laughs> yeah. All right. For now, I'll keep that, and then I'll, if the if the other pick I had uh, comes back, then I'll I'll maybe jump in between you guys. But fair enough. Anyway, fair enough. Th- th- those those are my picks. I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable with them. So okay, I'm I'm uh, I'm good with mine now. Um, and as you're saying, I just thought of like so many more that are gonna have to be honorable mentions. Um, so I'm sticking with my class structure. So I'll start with my uh, mm-hmm. my mage would be um, well, I guess. Maybe more of a warlock theme. Um, mm. Alistair Crawley. I don't know if you guys know who he is. I do not know who this is. He's this guy in like the, I think like early 1900s. He got way into like practical magic. Like he thought he was a magician. Kind of like a David Blaine thing. But obviously David Blaine is doing like, like he's doing performances. Whereas this guy, uh-huh. I don't know what he believed, but like he claimed he could like do all this magic stuff and anyways so i think it'd be interesting if he were a character so early 1900 i'm getting i'm getting kind of vibes of oh what's the name of the movie with uh with uh gosh wolverine yeah yeah Yeah. the prestige the prestige huge huge jackman yeah but he was more into like uh oh, these Egyptian texts actually are like rituals and like oh, okay. communing with spirits or like practicing so he was, white he was and black making magic. Some, some summoning circles and all of that stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, he wasn't ah. like a, he wasn't a performer. Well, I mean, he probably was a okay. performer as well, but like, anyways. He was I feel like I listened to like one of Alan Minkew's podcasts about this guy once. Probably, I feel like he's like mentioned, he's mentioned in a lot of things like, a podcast or, or story will be focused on somebody and Alistair Crowley will ha- have had an effect on them or an influence, but I don't really know much about him, but I think he'd be an interesting mm. character. The guy who kind of like, maybe there's not 
magic as much in the world and this guy kind of like digs into it and yeah opens <clears throat> opens the world to magic something like that okay like uh mr norrell and jonathan strange kind of thing if you guys have read that book or uh the first sherlock holmes movie with uh robert downey jr right yeah there's like I'm, that, okay. that guy. anyways yeah, yeah, I think he could he could be a cool one where it's like kind of sinister, but is he a hoax? Because I feel like that's like his life, you know? Is he really an evil guy or is he just like tricking people or is he tricking people and he is evil? You know, like all those combinations. Okay. <clears throat> Next on my list is, uh, this would be more the wise wizard is uh, Stephen Hawking. I think, okay. <laughs> I feel like Stephen nice. Hawking like he's generally accepted as like the smartest man in the last like hundred years or whatever. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people know like the name and like some of the like theories he's famous for, but like not really his personality. And so I think it'd be cool to have him as a character where you really dive into his personality and dive into how he is uh, mm -hmm. solving problems. This one would probably be more, you'd probably more sci-fi obviously <laughs> because of his uh, field of expertise, but it'd be interesting, interesting to have him in a fantasy setting as well. Like if he were like, if Brandon Sanderson were to uh, write a, an interlude of an ardent studying the Cosmere and it happens mm. to be like based off of uh, Stephen Hawking and having some sort of breakthrough with mm -hmm. um, the realmatic theory. And obviously, and a great character too, because not only is he, super smart but he's seriously disabled so you've got to kind of play in his yeah. personality like how does he navigate his yeah all, all of this stuff along with you know his his ability to influence the world does he have uh technology that assists him does he have magic that helps him get through this does he just i mean he's got to have something with with the level of his disability as he got older you know mm -hmm. he obviously needed needed something yeah yeah kind of you could get like like a glockta type um mm -hmm. yeah yeah he could be thing right right he could be real uh you not know, saying real, he would real be bitter and yeah not not or, saying he would be, yeah, be that same, of, but just that same like dichotomy of yeah. like yeah intellect and kind of teravangian-esque as well like the intellect mm -hmm. and the body are not always keeping up with each other right i think i think Josh? an interesting way to take that character too would be like the reader could be exposed to their inner, inner monologue a lot so the character the reader could feel like they really know the character but then everybody else would only get like very select mm -hmm. tidbits so it might be an interesting dichotomy of the reader knowing the character very well but then everybody yeah. else not really knowing the character too well mm -hmm. yeah. that's mm -hmm. that's kind of i feel like first law man i just have first law on the brain right? yeah for sure <laughs> like that's kind of how i like Lockta is in that series right 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 and I, i've thought about this because we, and we can talk about more in a future world building um episode when we uh we talk about our book ideas again. yeah that, that was fun and and for mine i want to have i want to focus a book that i write around a character that that's disabled seriously and i was thinking you know how do we do this because um you have to have some way that they can still influence the world and i'm not going to write a book where the character is just like oh, they're healed at the end. And so like, everything's great. So they've got to have some manner of technology or magic or some like trickery or something that they do in order to still be like a protagonist character out there doing things. Because it's harder when you say like, we're going to write this in fantasy land when maybe it's like, you know, 
things, technology is not advanced as far and it's harder for people that are disabled. So you kind of got to figure out how you're going to, how you're going to do that. Yeah. I feel like either in a fantasy land or a science fiction landscape, either way, like there are ways where you could quote unquote magically solve the the, the problem, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and that's not what you'd want to do. Right. 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 I do have a, I've thought about this and I have ideas, but not for now. We can, we can yeah, talk we'll through to... this and yeah, another, another world building episode. Okay. I'm um, sorry. I'm taking so long with mine. Uh, the last one, and this is great. We just uh, finished a session of D and D right before this. And my character in D and D is heavily inspired by uh, this person. And so I was thinking this person's got to be in here. Uh, this would be the, the warrior uh, Jack Black. And Dude, you might think I he... was going to do Jack Black, <laughs> but you like him more than me. So that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you might think he needs to be the bard and he could be a bard as well, but I get strong warrior vibes from Jack Black. And honestly, he could him in any role, like playing himself, playing like anything like uh-huh. would be such a great character on screen. Or I mean, on, he basically page. with Jumanji, right? He was in the new Jumanji's. He was. In the yeah, two not, yeah not him though i don't know but it was basically it was basically jack jack black i feel like well he was playing it he was playing a teenage girl at one point and I, then an old man and another but that's kind of i don't know that's the that's the persona you get from jack black is he is able to He's switch between these out, out, outrageous <laughs> just constantly doing right. outrageous things i guess is yeah the perception yeah. i have yeah. maybe that's not fair but yeah, I just, I just saw the School of Rock movie and play for the first time. And so I, that was my close encounter with Jack Black. <laughs> that oh, I nice. referenced. That's why I wanted <laughs> to include him. But uh, my bad. Yeah. No, in high school, uh, I remember, Jake, we did an, an English assignment based off of his, uh, like one of his epic, you know, we had to write an epic poem and <laughs> we chose one of Underboy. his, was it, yeah, was it a YouTube video? Was that, was it's that it's a, a song uh, by Tenacious a, D. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, okay. Called Wonder Boy, and we yeah. uh, we expounded time. upon the uh, the legend that is Wonder Boy and the myth. <laughs> so check that out. And since you were the one that had that idea back, you know, all those years ago, <laughs> I'm fine letting you take him as on your pick. All right. <laughs> okay, that does mean I need a, a substitute. So I'll start with the ones, the two that I was going to go with. So uh, number two is Shaq. Shaquille O'Neal. I've been watching a lot of NBA playoffs these days, um, as I usually do this time of year. And uh, Shaq is on the crew that talks about the uh, the games afterwards. And he's just like such a large individual, just just towers over everyone that he's nearby. And towards the end of one of his shows, he was like walking off into the crowd because he's also quite the performer. He's a really funny guy. Um, he's He's been in movies as well, several movies. And so he was just he was walking into the crowd to kind of celebrate with them, you know, be amongst the people, a man of the people, as Shaq is. And just everyone that was nearby him was like half his size. He's just a, a giant man, but he's also so funny, and he's got like these personality quirks to him. I think he'd be a great. And I remember I love I love Shazam so much as a kid. Yeah, I've never it's actually seen it. I, I, yeah, I need to see it. I guess it's if I'm going to probably terrible. It's probably terrible, but somebody who lived in LA. When I was like eight to 12, like I loved that. That was like when the Lakers were on their, you know, Shaq, Kobe Bryant, mm-hmm. like 
you know that was their they're tearing it up they won how right. many however many titles and so i was a i was you know huge fans of Shaq, and kobe and um anyway i love that Do, uh i think i think we all fell victim to the the infamous mandela effect just then it's actually kazam is oh, the name kazam. Of the movie. oh yeah everybody kazam is the dc character yeah yeah kazam everybody yeah. misremembers it probably because it's Shaq. So you think it's Shazam, but it is Kazam. Well, and Shazam is actually a character. Like they're pretty much just ripping. Well, he was a genie or something in that, right? No. Or in Kazam, he's a Kazam, genie. In Kazam, was he was a genie? Yeah. yeah so it yeah. wasn't really the same Shazam character. Yeah. But man, that was a great. That was a great movie. I loved it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jake, what's the Mandela effect? It's when Ooh, well. <laughs> Stephen doesn't go as deep on YouTube as we do. <laughs> so I don't know what the, the actual definition is, but it's basically when you misremember, like society collectively misremembers things and people uh-huh. think it's because of like, there's conspiracy universes. theories that it's alternative universes overlapping or whatever. But oh. like, uh, it like got Ber- its- Bernstein bears versus Berenstein um, bears, Berenstein bear. Like, yeah, there's several that are yeah. classic examples like how do you spell fruit loops like is it fruit f-r-o-o-t or f-r-u-i-t isn't it f-r-u-i-t i don't remember i've seen both so many times now i don't know what it's real. you okay. should look it up go on a youtube deep dive sometime yeah yeah one of these times i'll i'll do a deep dive okay uh my next one <laughs> <laughs> steven's not so long on this idea it's it's cool i i don't i don't think it's the overlapping universe but i think it's interesting how Okay. People can all just misremember the same thing. Anyway. Yeah. All right. My next one is going to be Tom Cruise. Uh, Top Gun just came out. I'm going to go see it tomorrow. I've heard it's great. We'll see. But uh, Tom Cruise, I think, is an interesting character because, you know, he's every movie he comes out, he's just he's just flexing himself so much. He seems like a, a little man that's just full of so much confidence and everyone loves him. Well, does everyone love him? A lot of people love him. He's, he's a popular guy. And I think he'd be interesting. He's, I think there's some some uh personality there worth digging into and i'm not like a huge tom cruise fan or i don't know much about him but i assume he's kind of an interesting guy if you were to pull back more layers there tom cruise would be really fun he he's like one of those oh man i'm thinking of more people now he's one of those people him and kanye west or both of them just like i wish i could get inside your brain to understand like how it thinks like what is going on inside here to make sense of it i feel like they're both those types of people you're just like Mm. you're really hard to crack from the outside so it'd be Uh it'd be nice to get an inside look there yeah that's that's good kanye would have been a great pick jake (laughs) yeah all right uh my number three i have a few here and i'm gonna go with stephen colbert because i think he would just love his time on screen he would this is like his dream and uh, I think he's, you know, he's, he's a funny guy. He'd be fun to read about. Just, you know, kind of bring some life to uh, to my party. And Stephen Colbert goes into my. In the same in the same universe as Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah, that could be interesting. Nice little crossover there. He would be like the bar, the bar or the the Joker or whatever. He'd he'd be yeah. the one making fun of Trump, cool. but Trump doesn't really realize it. <laughs> That'd be funny. So I, I, I remembered my uh, my pick that I was going to do. Okay. I was just going to go all out there and say Brandon Sanderson. Throw throw uh, ah, throw, throw, throw him in. the king in there. Uh-huh. Um, 
I had, I had this thought while I was thinking of these is what if we had changed it to what authors would be best suited to live in a fantasy world? And I think, I think Stephen King would probably be, be the best to live inside a fantasy world. You think so? I think his mind goes places where like, he's like, he would know, no, I can't do that. I won't survive yeah. that. I can't do that. I won't survive that. Whereas probably. a lot of the other ones are a little too pampered mentally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. A little, little too happy or, or what do you mean? They're, they're yeah. too much, too many happy endings for these authors. They, yeah. The real, real world and the fantasy settings going to slap them in the face. Yeah. Or I guess George R. R. Martin, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Martin would probably just sit in his cabin and you'd be, he'd be safe. Yeah. It depends on the setting, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are some, uh, some runner ups then? I would say for me, Rasputin. And the reason I didn't pick him is because he's already in Anastasia, but he is a, such, like, there's such an interesting like mythos around him, mm-hmm. you know, for anyways, I think he would be a really interesting character. Yeah. He's like basically already with, like, a fictional character. Same thing with like Nost- Nostradamus. Interesting. Yeah. Nostradamus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Who's that? I've heard that before. I don't know who that is. He made Who's a this? bunch of... Pre- predictions that people uh feel like you know will will use real life examples or things examples of his predictions coming true but they're all just like vague enough that could really kind of be referring to anything but then the more you read the more like you're like well wait this all does seem to add up and then you start going down the rabbit hole and then convinced that he actually the future he's a he's a historical figure yeah he was like in the renaissance time Uh, he would write all this stuff down and there's like something that like sounds like the like the 9-11 terrorist attack, right? And then there's like one about Pearl Harbor or something. Anyway, I don't know. It's it's one of those things. It's kind of, I feel like a lot of conspiracy theories are this way where depending on how facts and events are presented, they can like fulfill a certain narrative. And uh, he wrote down so much stuff and it's all like, it's all supposed to be like metaphorical and like figurative that it's like i don't know just with the quantity and the vagueness of it you can kind of fit it to be whatever mm. okay my skeptic mind yeah uh, so he got famous yeah. by just creating a bunch of bullcrap well, kind of <laughs> i mean that's he's he seems like he was a kind of like a alistair crawley type guy like thought he was like or presented himself as if he were this wise like and there's a lot of things oh it might maybe i'm confusing him with Rasputin, but there's a lot of things that came true during his life that like were pretty crazy coincidences was that am i confusing him with i don't know that might be like he predicted the way that like the princess would die or something like that with like surprising accuracy and then so a a lot of people like during his lifetime uh started believing that he uh that he had this you know the gift of foresight mm. or whatever yeah he did he did something to be because it was during his lifetime that he started to get some sort of perhaps form. he engineered the events and was a fraud yes. the whole perhaps. time perhaps okay yeah what are some other honorable mentions along the same lines as Stephen colbert i put down john oliver and kevin hart just you know comedians, comedians. that i think yeah, i was thinking dave chappelle really too. fun yeah yeah Com- yeah i, I love comedy great i love comedy and fantasy books and i think comedians kind of just fit right in any genre ken jung i think he would be great yeah, yeah he'd be great yeah <laughs> i put jeff probst as well survivor host survivor 
I just think it'd be funny him. I mean, the way like during challenges when he just walks around and yells at people and uh, I mean, in it in like not battle, a, not in a like super rude way or anything, but how he encourages people and just like unfiltered. Yeah. John, pick time. it up. Yeah. Uh-huh. John's lag- lagging in the back. This is how we do it in Roshar. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Going off the going off that same <laughs> line of reasoning, um, another reality TV show host, uh, uh, Joe Rogan could be kind of fun. <laughs> Joe Rogan, <laughs> Just, like all his all his like crazy ideas and theories based in the real world. Imagine what he come up with. Like in a fantasy or sci-fi world, he's just like in a he's just like in a weed-filled room, just like talking about like. So, he's no, definitely uh, a definitely a shaman type character. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the characters stumble upon his uh, his cottage. They walk inside, and it's got all this soundproofed walls and this haze, and some <laughs> microphones. <laughs> It'd be really it's, funny to actually read a book where a lot of the characters were inspired by real world people but then Dude. the author made a you know an attempt to cover up who they were but not strong enough where you couldn't pretty easily like guess who it was but like if that's still inferno it, oh sure yeah yeah like dante's okay a modern day dante's inferno yeah maybe it doesn't have to be like punitive the whole time but i think like, that their hilarious. representations yeah. yeah i think i think just like a straight up just maybe somewhat mystery where the main character is just going to like get clues from all these different people where they just like walk up and get a clue from somebody who's obviously Joe Rogan and then go get mm-hmm. clues from somebody that's obviously Elon Musk and then obviously Trump. And then obviously, you know, like, man, if this were different, but be if so this funny. were like a TV show or movie and then have them play their count, like have each person yeah. play their counterparts, but <laughs> yeah. in makeup for whatever, like the fantasy version of them looks like. <laughs> Hmm. oh man this would be great yeah i mean i guess like south park kind of does this and the simpsons kind of does this and rick and morty kind of does it you know yeah yeah but i mean that's purely comedic effects like i'm talking we've yes the effect here is still comedic but it's a legitimate fantasy book and there's a plot and it all kind of makes sense but throughout there are just random cameos yeah yeah, and and it's just taken seriously. It's played off as if it's no big deal, but there they are. So instead think, of like a a wit character, or world hoppers that you see in the background that are like, oh, these connect these stories. It's just like people from real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I think it would be hard because I don't think you could have it be too serious of a book. I think you'd have to have it be like somewhat unserious for this to really land. You know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. 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 It's got to recognize. The book yeah. has got to got to recognize its own humor. It, it's got to have like a ridiculous problem that the main character is trying to solve. Uh-huh. And then you can build up like real emotion and stakes around it. But like the overall premise has to stay kind of ridiculous, I think, in order for Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Really uh-huh. It could it could be good in a book like uh, Books of Babel, Sunlin Ascends, where the whole thing yeah. is just kind of a little off kilter, a little unhinged. A little wacky. And then throughout you see, you know, every now and then there's like, wait a second, like that was Elon Musk right there. But it yeah. feels natural in the in the wacky setting already to have him there. This sounds like so, I don't know if it's such a good idea, but it sounds like familiar, like it, it already exists somewhere. I feel like this is a thing. Mm. I mean, it's kind of kind of like this, like scary movie did this a little bit, you know, like all these kind of I know. 
all these kind of parody type movies do it mm-hmm. but it's not like a lot you know like 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 uh, one of the scary movies had Shaq who had to like make a free throw in order to like get himself out of the trap like the, the oh, saw right. trap mm-hmm. like yeah. that was that was really funny but in a in a TV show or movie the effect has got to be different because you see them on screen you're like oh that's Shaq not yeah you know in in a book it could be this, you have to piece it together yeah this large man towering over everyone else and he's trying to throw objects into a basket and continually misses or something and something like that you just enough vague descriptions we're like wait is that Shaq <laughs> yeah dang it's gonna be fun it would be fun to do write it out and then do it as a podcast and and then like them to like voice their own characters in like a podcast sure. form that would be fun. oh man that's yeah that's really fantology is really successful yeah. to yeah we're gonna able to do yeah. that we'll, we'll get there yeah you describing Shaq that way made it sound like he was some myth like greek mythology character like we're turning all these all these real life people into like these um heroic mythic characters or they're like being tortured i mean this is dante's inferno again yeah. they're being tortured in some way that's related to their real life <laughs> you should oh man new next next podcast idea to combine this with your last uh if you guys haven't seen the nba episode steven did yeah, um, yeah combine this do a like <laughs> fantasy characters at nba characters as their fantasy counterpart getting Being their punished getting their underworld punishment yeah yeah okay yeah. if the niche if the niche audience for that wasn't already niche enough <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah all right well uh let us know in the comments what uh what characters you want to see in this weird wacky uh, setting that we have put together and then uh watch for the twitter poll that will be coming out you don't have to go into all the the rabbit hole that we went through just give us three characters three real life characters that you'd like to see in a fantasy all right all right guys fun thanks. times thanks Steven. Talk, fun times talk yeah. to you later Good see ya